Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, welcome to the show. Doesn't look like my Buffalo Bills will be making the playoffs this year, but we will get to that a little bit later on. Good morning, Perloff. Big day for you yesterday. Oh, my gosh. First of all, you're 5-4 and four in the AFC, and I love the, the playoffs already out of the question. You are such a negative fan. It is unbelievable, as opposed to me, who sees the bright side of everything. And because you, my Eagles won and now are eight and one. And you were in the link yesterday. You were there front and center. You got some last minute tickets that came through. So you got to witness this firsthand. And the story of the game to me is actually not about your Eagles. It's again about the Dallas Cowboys and the inability in the biggest moment for Dak Prescott and the offense to come through. And there has to be so many frustrated Cowboy fans today because a, Dak played really well throughout the game. And two, you were there in the final drive where you get the ball back because you forced Philly to go three and out. You have no timeouts. You move the ball. You get a couple penalties. It looks like the Eagles are imploding, imploding. Like they are just handing you the game. And you get the ball down to the sixth yard line, not able to convert. Then you're going backwards, yeah. backwards, backwards, where the final play for the Cowboys is at the 26 after being at the 6. And if you're the Cowboys, you got to be sick about it. Yeah, I don't see that, the final minute like that at all. I see it as the Cowboys went up against mo- probably the most effective unit in the league. When the Eagles know you're passing the ball and those four guys up front can pin their ears back, mm-hmm. they're going to get anybody. I mean... It's, your guys aren't going to like this, but if they, they played on a normal field in the Super Bowl, that's exactly what would happen to Patrick Mahomes. That pass rush is the most effective thing in the NFL. How is Where's that going to go? If you, if Josh Sweat and all those guys know they can rush the passer, yeah. they are absolutely unbeatable, and they won every single one-on-one matchup. Honestly, they, got, they were lucky to get down the field. Then, of course, at the six-yard line, the Eagles' pass rush is going to come and destroy them because they're not running the ball. Okay, so they knew they the had Cowboys, to pass. So that's a hard situation against the Eagles. Okay, but if you're the Cowboys, like this is the reality is you've got to take advantage of those opportunities when you get them. And it feels like every time they're right on the doorstep, stop me if you've heard this one, Cowboys fans, right when they're on the doorstep, something happens. And whether it's penalties that back them up, whether it's the bad sacks that Dak Prescott took on the second to last drive and the last drive, like it's always the banana peel. They will find it. It'd be nice if they were winning one of these games and blew it instead of you keep expecting the Cowboys to go the length of the field in 30 seconds with no timeouts like that San Francisco playoff game. What if they were actually winning a game? Would that be nice? But honestly, they were not the better team yesterday. You can't can't win in today's NFL when you have one offensive player. You really, I mean, that's all they have. Yep. 
there, CeeDee Lamb. Lamb or Bus. You can't beat the Eagles if you can't run the football. So I'm not sure. There's no way. It's really hard to come out of that situation with a win when you're kind of a limited offense. And if the Eagles had just chosen to cover CeeDee Lamb, that's a three-touchdown game. I'm not sure why the Eagles were like, you know what? You have one great player. Let's leave him alone to run around, <laughs> run around and get some yards. Kobe yard. theory. It's like, well, we'll just let Kobe get 50 yeah, and then how, we'll stop everybody else. So, like, I mean, honestly, I the, if you look at those two teams, I, I think the Eagles are clearly, at least especially in the link, a better team. Because the Cowboys, what what are they? I mean, if you slow down Micah Parsons on defense, they're not going to really kill you. And somehow they did that. And if you don't throw to CeeDee Lamb, who's beating you? Well, they were so close on a two different plays the ones that stand out, the Ferguson near touchdown where his knee goes down literally an inch and a half away from the uh, away from the end zone, which obviously would have changed things. And then on the Dak Prescott two-point conversion where Dak is leaning out to get the two-point conversion, which would have made this a field goal game rather than a five-point deficit. It would have been three. And his, like, right toe yeah. went out of bounds. And it's just – it came down to those small things. And I can't even – like, you're not going to kill Prescott for those two instances. But then when you, the football gods give you, like, the chance to redeem yourself late in the game and in the final moments of the game, and you just can't do it. Here's it's it's got to be frustrating for the Cowboy fan. Uh, I get it. But the other thing, too, Dak Prescott completely sold out to win that game. There's, you think Dak's going to last if... He took two hits that looked like they were from 1988. It was like the helicopter. It almost yeah. like the helicopter, yeah, yeah. like the John Elway um, play. Right. He flipped on his head. Yeah. We've seen enough Dak Prescott. Dak's really wanted to win that game last night. There's, he's not even going to be there for the second Eagles game if he keeps playing like that. There's just no way Dak Prescott. How many times did Dak run yesterday? This is a this is an old school Dak Prescott. He is going to get hurt. He had, he had a sack where he landed on his head, too, in the yep. fourth quarter. This is not sustainable for the Cowboys. I, I thought it was a really kind of a limited Cowboys team last night because the Eagles were limping around the whole time, the second half, and they still controlled the game. I understand what you're saying, the Cowboys blew it, but I think the better team won the game. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Get it started early with the Cowboys. Carlos, can we hear from Dak Prescott saying a few inches was the difference in the game? Cut number two, please. It's a game of inches. Uh, That's why you got to love this game. Uh, It's tough. It's tough to win. Um, we fought our asses off. Uh, obviously, they did. Um, great NFC's matchup. Um, they, they came out with it tonight. Um, but as you just said, an inch or two on one of on one of those three plays, and, and we could be talking about a different outcome. Yeah, I mean, he's right about that. It was crazy how close the Cowboys were and just couldn't get it done. Another story of this game was penalties. They were all over the place. Both teams combined for 20 penalties, 10 each, and almost 200 yards of penalty yardage. It was crazy. Yeah, that was worrisome. The Eagles never have penalties. So I always have trouble when there's a game like that. How do you, were they calling it tight or were the teams really playing sloppy football? I'm not sure. I, I guess you'd have to go look at the tape. But it did seem there was an, an amazing amount of illegal contact penalties. It seemed like they wanted to call illegal contact or defensive holding because how many times would the Cowboys have third and 15 and get a flag to save yeah. it? That's the other thing. The, the Cowboys, they they pulled a lot of rabbits out of their hat yesterday. They had how many fourth downs did they convert? How many third and 20s? They were 20s? perfect on fourth down. They were, oh no, I'm sorry. They were three for five on fourth down. Yeah. Where the Eagles were two for two, of course, because it's the touch point. Yeah. The Cowboys had a lot of third and 20s after a sack where they found... I mean, they, the game, to me, was really won on the lines by the Eagles. And also... 
the Eagles are smart. They don't let Micah Parsons beat them. That's what the Cowboys want to do. They need to get a lead, and they need to come downhill with their pass rush, and they just were not able to do that last night, not consistently. Uh, this is such a game of health. And, you know, we're talking about your Buffalo Bills. Yeah. The entire defense, no health. <laughs> the entire defense was out last night, and they still came close. I was actually rather more impressed than that. The Eagles are not healthy right now. They have a bye coming up. If the Eagles are healthy, they're still last year's team. So I think a lot of people are saying, "What so? What? Why are they eight and one? But they look like every game. They look like they have to win at the last second. Last year they blew everyone out. I think it's a matter of health, and that that's the story of this year. Okay, all but over health, the NFL. Who Jalen Hurts? Well, Jalen Hurts is fifty percent at best. He can't run the ball at all. He's averaging three yards a carry, where he's usually seven yards a carry. Okay, well, first of all, he is playing with that bad knee that got dinged up again yesterday. He's got that huge, bulky knee brace on. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually thought he had a lot of time yesterday. Who are the other big Ooh, injuries I, that you are you're missing here? I, I guys might uh, not be a hundred percent, but you don't have a lot of guys out. Well, now, well, now Goddard's well, out. No, Goddard's out, and I know at one, at one point in the final drive, you did lose Slay, Slay and you and did Bradbury. use Bradbury. But like, for the, those guys are in the lineup. I, it's hurts. It's not like dudes on no, IR. No, I'm just saying if if hurts is here's the, you could say whatever you want. You can look at the Eagles' schedule and say, oh, they could get home field if they win this game. If Jalen Hurts isn't healthy, what are we doing here? You saw him limping. It, I was actually googling what can Marcus Mariota. Uh, squat to see if he can actually run the tush push <laughs> because if Marcus no is can. a tall skinny guy can he do the tush push because he's playing I mean Jalen Hurts looks like he's, well, he needs surgery right now here's the thing you're eight and one right now and you have the best record in the NFL so you might be able to afford to sacrifice a, a few games at the end of the season uh, and maybe Mariota does get in and it could be the best thing for you just like last year yeah just like last year there was a play where Jalen Hurts was out and out in the flat with a linebacker one-on-one Usually, it was a 20-yard gain, but he just went down after a yard again and again and again. The, the Eagles are designed to have quarterback runs. They can't run the football if there's no RPO, which is not ideal. I think, and the other thing I disagree, I think Dak Prescott was unbelievable last night. I think he is elite, and I, I think a lot of people came away with a negative headline. I, I'm probably well, a little too high on him. Would you put him now? That was a top-10 quarterback in the NFL performance yesterday. He was excellent until they had to get the ball in the end zone. He was excellent all day. But when they needed it in those final two drives, taking two bad sacks, I mean, it it has to come down on Prescott. I'm sorry. It, it has to come down on him. Even if he played this incredible game, the Cowboy fan has seen that incredible game. The Cowboy fan knows what that looks like and knows that he looks great. But do you trust Dak Prescott on a final drive? Like, on the road in Philadelphia when you have a chance, an opportunity to steal one because the Eagles were handing it to you. I mean, you're not going to be able to get that much penalty yardage like on a silver platter. And then at the end, just came up with absolute bubkiss. I, I just, I don't see how Dak skates without getting any criticism from yesterday. He just made, uh, he made so many plays with his legs yesterday. I just don't think he can stay healthy doing this. There were so many times the pass rush was all over him. He found escape. His numbers were unbelievable. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I think we should put a poll out on Dak Prescott because I, if he plays like that, the Cowboys are a very dangerous team. They where's the run game? Remember, uh, Tony Romo told us they were going to run the ball, and then everyone. That that's interesting. They're not really playing the style that they advertise. Yeah, that was supposed to be Mike McCarthy, right? It was going to be the complimentary football where they were going to be able to chew up more clock and all of that. And yeah, you don't really see that. Here is Dak Prescott. Even he thought they were going to win the game on that final drive. 
at no point in my mind throughout that game did I think anything different. Um, obviously, it sucked in the first uh, possession or that, that, that second to last possession, um, not converting that fourth down, um, but having tons of trust in our defense. They go out there and they do what they need to do, get us the ball back. And with under a minute left, still got trust that, that we're going to go out there and we're going we're gonna to trust and faith uh, just in, in our guys and what the work that we've put in that we're going to get it done. And yeah, we, we got close. Um, We've got close. We're doing things the right way. Uh, we just got to an inch here, an inch there, uh, make that difference, and we'll find a way to, to, to gain that. Wait, is that old sound or is that this year? <laughs> it sounds, this like, year. sounds like pretty much a few other years, too. First and five at the Philadelphia Six penalty on Tyler Smith for a false start. First and 10 at the 11. Prescott sacked for minus 11 yards. Second and 21 at the 22, incomplete. Third and 21 at the 22, delay of game penalty. Three and 26, this is your ball game, and the ball doesn't even go to the end zone, which I don't know if that was by design. You're trying to get it to, you know, CeeDee Lamb and then have him make a move. I I don't get it. You have to at least get the ball to the end zone because there's no time left on the clock. That has got to be something that just eats at the Cowboy fan today. Yeah, and I mean, they didn't complete. You're right, because third and 26 is such a high pro. No, it's high not. Odds like, play. At least get into the end zone. Well, honestly, thank God that CeeDee Lamb did get a little bit of an angle. There was, and they had five guys on him, if you watch yeah. the play. All the Eagles are standing at the goal line, so I don't think there was much open in the end zone. It just goes to show that you had this amazing opportunity. Like, you're not going to get – this is the thing about the NFL – it very rarely gets gift wrapped to you. At some point, you've got to go take it. And the Eagles were doing their damnedest to actually gift wrap this to the Cowboys, and they could not go take it. I still like the Eagles in that situation. The fault yeah. pushing them back to the eleven was that's the second I knew that game was over. Well, that For, was sweat. It is really hard when you when you have no timeouts. You can't throw anything over the middle. The Eagles know exactly where you're going to go. It's a tough situation for quarterback. Where what's going to be open at, at eleven yard line with twenty four seconds clock? And there's a p- play in the middle of the field. The game's over. You know who you know who completed a pass with the game on the line? Who about eleven? C.J. Stroud. And that's a rookie. Yeah, he's going against Tampa Bay. We oh, could put the four of us in this right now. We could get seven more players and score 26 no, I mean, points on about Tampa. The situation. the situation is we've seen Tom Brady, we've seen quarterbacks from that situation yeah. make a play, and Dak Prescott once again came short. Bring C.J. Stroud into the link. Uh, that was a home <laughs> game against uh, – you guys Bring don't understand in. how bad the Bucks are. The Bucks are terrible. I'm telling you, that's that's one thing. Let's see him lose every single battle up front and have the pressure on him all game and see him do that at the link. That is – that's a hard expectation Listen, to me. you got a guy in Prescott who's a veteran in this league who is one of the, you know, thought to be one of the good quarterbacks in this league, and it's not just this one time. If it was one time and he always comes through, it'd be like, well, you know what? Yeah, let's just give credit to the Eagles, and you tip your cap and you live another day. But this is the thing that keeps Cowboy fans up at night is having the opportunity right there and Cowboys slip on a banana peel. And that's that's what it felt like. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. How was the cheesesteak yesterday? Oh, I had this cheesesteak. Uh, I have to get the name of the place. Interesting. You guys know cheesesteaks. They don't chop up the cheesesteak. It's layers of... It's called a non-chopped steak or something. It was kind of gross, but kind of amazing. Hmm. So it's just this giant slab of beef. So actually, Pat's and Gino's do it this way too, but I don't like it. You have to chop up the cheesesteak into little bits, right? When you think of cheesesteak, yeah, they just lay it out flat. I'll put a picture out, and you guys can decide: is this is this the kind of cheesesteak you want? 
it was hard to eat. It was disgusting. And unfortunately, you guys had to hear it on the phone because we, we did, did our production calls. <laughs> yeah. But we were in desperate. We, were de- we had not eaten in hours. So because we could not get it. We couldn't get leave our seats during that game. It was so close the entire game. We did not eat a hot dog, nothing. Hadn't eaten in eight hours. Had to do the production call from Warminster, Pennsylvania, which I'd never even heard of. <laughs> that's it was a, that's a life-saving <laughs> cheesesteak. It and, was 9.30, and there were 70 Eagles fans in this place an hour from the lake. It was crazy. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. Another thing on the Cowboys, the trade deadline came and went. The Cowboys didn't do anything. And Jerry was talking up a big game. And I thought last night, especially, like, it looked like you actually did you did need another receiver. You yeah. knew you needed another receiver. Brandon Cook says the signing in the offseason was not going to be enough. And well, Michael th- Gallup is, can be can be taken yeah. out of a game. Wow. Or, or someone else to run the ball which I don't know if you had to do that at the trade deadline, but someone else to run the ball would be nice. Also, a couple teams, the Eagles and I think the Bills, how they didn't get it, not having a cornerback is a huge problem. I'm, I'm shocked. The, the Eagles defensive backfield is one of the worst in the league right now, and they didn't get anyone. The Bills needed to add a corner or two. They, well, they added Rasul Douglas, but he's oh, right, not right. playing. Yeah. Oh, you're right. They got Rasul Douglas, former Eagle. But I, I think that... It's interesting to me, too. The Chiefs also, I think, need to add something to the trade deadline. They look like they need a player or two more. Oh, I'm not sure. They needed a big wide receiver to help move the sticks, and they didn't get anyone. I was surprised that those contenders didn't make more moves. We will get to the Chiefs, their win in Germany. We've got more on, to me, the team that is the team to beat in the AFC is not the Chiefs. We'll tell you who that is. And one of the great stories of the NFL just keeps getting better and better and better. We've got so much to do. Want you on board, especially you guys, you Cowboy fans. Are you blaming yesterday on Dak Prescott, his inability to get a touchdown at the end when it was first and goal at the five, six? What did I say? Amazing. Couldn't do it. 855 212 4CBS. What a tease. 855 212 4227. Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Back on Maggie and Perloff. I'm in an interesting spot here. Eagles fan defending Dak Prescott. I'm going to read the stat one more time so everybody understands what Dak did yesterday. Dak Prescott passed for 173 yards in the fourth quarter against the Eagles. While ESPN Analytics posted the Eagles had 13 pass rush wins in the fourth quarter on Sunday, tied for the most by any team in a game in the last three years. Dak hung in there every play against a brutal pass rush. They were losing the game. It was designed to put the crunch on the quarterback, and he just hung in there, hung in there. He couldn't make every play, but I thought he was the best player on the field. By Well, CeeDee Lamb was the best player on the field, but Dak was pretty close behind. He was way better than Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts was good yesterday. Nobody is denying that Dak Prescott didn't have a great game, and if you look at the stats, you'll see big, gaudy numbers, and Dak always has really good numbers against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. What happened... When you get gifted the ball back because the Eagles ran nine plays in their last three drives, and you get gifted the ball back, you get the Eagles to start imploding in front of your very eyes. Like, mm. what is going on? How are the Eagles just going to hand this ball away, or hand the game away, rather, and you're not able to do anything with it, and you end up losing that game when you are right there on the doorstep. Yeah. How many chances do you think you're going to have? Cowboy well, fans know this. He he didn't get the flag on any of those last three plays, so what are you going to do? That's the only way you got down the field. The Eagles <laughs> were guarding the end zone. I think it's a tough spot. Uh, let's go to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. EJ, we got to figure out how we want to word this poll question unless you've already worded it. 
I've not I, worded it yet. I'm thinking something along the lines of who do you blame for last night's loss? The, no, I think you, you could word it. Do you blame Dak Prescott for the Cowboys' loss yesterday? You want just to keep it to Dak? Well, I think I win that one. Yeah, <laughs> because that's, that a, one. that's a little harsh. Yeah. But, yeah. but who do you blame? What are the choices, though? I would say Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott. Do you trust all the, the refs? And do you trust Dak Prescott in that situation? Were you be honest? Were That's you kind of waiting for the moment That's when the he was going to do something? To me, is that like like he, we could talk about? He had a good game. He played well. He made nice throws. Those are all things we've talked about with Dak Prescott. Like he's beyond that. You played nice on the road. Like yeah. at this point, it's he got about. The- it's about winning these games. He and got the ball at the 14 yard line with 45 seconds left and no timeouts against the Eagles defense. I don't right, understand. I what is like, Patrick he, Mahomes on steroids? How is he going to win that game? And you just said it yourself. Without those penalties, yeah. they got the big play on first down. The uh, they yeah. got ch- ch- big chunk yards, and then after that, it was the penalties. It was the Eagles handing it over. He had one beautiful throw on that drive yeah. too. But it's it's easy to defend the goal line in those situations. That delay a game or whatever the the um, false start. The sack. Them. The sack was horrendous. The sack yeah. was you not horrendous. Watch that, that play. Sack. I did watch the play. I've seen so you, many quarterbacks. Where was he going to go? Where was he supposed to go? Back in the end zone. How many times do you see guys and they're he, in the red he, zone when he, you have pressure? Yeah. Just throw the ball in the back of the end zone. There's plenty of guys in there. You're He's trying get... to make a play, and he got caught by surprise because they, because the Eagles won that so fast. It's just like everything with Dak Prescott's always my dog ate my homework. This guy didn't do this. That guy didn't do that. I got sacked here. They weren't winning the game and lost it. They were losing that football game, and Dak was on fire. That's the only reason they were in that game. They had a chance at the moment to win the game and couldn't do it. Joe is in Pennsylvania up first here on this Monday morning. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking the call. You got it. Uh, First off, I'm from Philly. I will bleed green and silver every day until I die. <laughs> but hands down, that Dak played one hell of a game last night. Like, there's no denying that. Yep. How many fumbles? How many interceptions? Zero. I was playing for an interception. I was waiting for it. But he held his own under pressure against one of the best pass rushes in the NFL. Hands down. Perloff's right on this one. Like, Dak did an excellent job. And when you want to come down to it, who lost the game? Mike McCarthy. Mm. Why wouldn't, when you were on the six-yard line and you have less than a minute to go, why wouldn't you give it to Pollard and punch it in? At minimum, you got a field goal to tie it and send it to overtime. No, well, they were down by five. I, you know, yeah, I, they couldn't get the they because they missed the a two-point conversion. I, they couldn't do the field goal. But Joe, I think I think to your point, and thank you for the phone call. I think to your point, it's not just you could have given the ball to Pollard. I thought Dak was going to run it in because yeah. you had you had enough time there well, you, where you actually could have had Dak on a design run play. Well. Would have been tough. Would have been I, tough. I just think with 25 seconds left, you're worried that he's going to get tackled sure. inbounds. So that's why it was so hard because they took away the run. They, I think the Cowboys had to throw in that. Yeah, so that's know, a must throw. You're that's right. why it's, it was so tricky about that series. Well, but the other part is you got so lucky where you're basically down right in striking distance and you still have like 25 seconds left. So you have time for multiple shots at the end zone. No. And they just kept moving backwards and backwards and backwards. And they had there was a play where he didn't throw to CD down there. That's obviously the Eagles could not cover CD Lamb. So you try a fade. We all hate fades, but CD Lamb was the best player. Yeah, it, all right. They messed that up, but I still give Dak credit. How about Tom in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania? Tom, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How you guys doing today? Phenomenal. Um, I'll just have a quick point to make. I mean, I'm just checking stuff before work on social media and everything. I'm yeah. getting kind of tired of. Half the world blaming everybody 
except for the Eagles for their wins. I mean, I I see it with people blaming, oh, like, they get all the calls with penalties. They get all, oh, well, these teams blow it. It's like maybe the Eagles are just that good, and they're banged up, like Perloff said. I mean, like, they're not playing at 100% right now. I mean, I'm a Philly boy through and through. I know my opinions are a little bit biased. Yeah. But I, I mean, Tom, the the there day, are real I, teams that are I, – I get it that the Eagles are banged up, but, like, there are real teams dealing with real injury concerns. Did you see half the league was playing backup quarterbacks yesterday or playing third-string quarterbacks? So forgive me if I can't say the Eagles being banged up is any kind of excuse for them. They don't need an excuse. They're 8-1, and one and they're, they have the best record in the NFL. But – well, the, if Jalen Hurts is healthy, there's no Dak drive at the end. There's no nothing because that's a three-touchdown game. When Jalen Hurts was fully healthy, he wasn't running. So I don't know no, what no, but he more you want. No, no, no. It's He hurt his knee really early in the season. He's being really coy about it, but he has not been himself all year long. I mean, he's not, except for the first two weeks, he's not really run the ball all season long. Well, I This is not that, a new injury. This I, has been I, here a long time now. I believe I'm old enough to remember maybe two weeks ago when it, the thought was that Jalen Hurts can't run the ball because all the money is weighing down his pockets. Was that a... I was, uh, mis- I was mistaken. It's, was that, it's, it's was that not the quote? <laughs> I, heard all the, I believe it's all the gold is well, weighing I didn't down know his pocket. He was out in the he open. Took, he took his salary gold bars. We didn't know that. I saw it early in the season. I, I just saw plays where I'm like, I don't understand why Dak didn't just run for 10 yards. So let me just give you quick numbers. He uh, He's averaging... 3.6 yards per carry, down from 4.6 last year, 5.6 year before. Something's wrong there. Okay, but the problem is is that nobody is going to be playing the world's smallest violin for you guys when you keep winning. So you keep winning, even in a game yesterday where you were trying to lose the game at the end, and you still end up winning. So I, I can't and, – and you have other teams, again, who have, like, real serious injuries. Yeah, but like to be lost a, their quarterback injury. Well, I know the team you guys are high on, but I'm telling you right now that that's a team that'll be injured. I could tease it. Your AFC favorite that you tease. Yeah. Talk about injuries. Yeah. They're seven and two, but they're seven and two every year. Then they get hurt. We'll get to that. Phil's in Pennsylvania as well. Hey, Phil. How you been, dude? Hey, Maggie. Hey, Perloff. How you guys doing? We're doing great. What's up? The thing is, Dallas shouldn't even have the last two drives yeah. because. Eagles play calling almost cost them the first game against Washington and almost this game against Dallas. What are you doing throwing deep to A.J. Brown against Washington with a minute and a half left when he could have just ran the ball for a first down? Oh, yeah. Third and three? I don't care if you have to brotherly shove twice. You will get three yards on that. You just keep on run, 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 and push. Yeah. You drain out that six minutes, no problem, no stress, no two drives at the end of the game. It would just save everybody a whole bunch of stress if you just ran it down the throats, which is a weakness for Dallas, and just go to your strength. Phil's right. Phil, what about the Jets? The actual, that that lost them. The the exact thing you're talking about cost them the game against the Jets. No, but. Yep, they they, they threw the interception late. Phil, you're so right. We actually have Nick Sirianni defending that questionable third and short play. Here's what he said. Looked like AJ just didn't see the ball. They couldn't find the ball. Um. And so, you know, you know, in those situations, Jeff, there, there's times where it's time to throw it short. There's times to throw it deep. You've got to feel how the defensive backs are playing all games because, you know, well, why not go to the sticks? Well, sometimes they squat at the sticks, right? And sometimes they grab at the sticks and all those different things. So it's time to go deep. Yeah, but what about running the ball? Again, like to Phil's mm-hmm. point, and Phil, thank you for the phone call. Good to hear from you, pal. 
the thing is you have the most unstoppable play in football. So to not be able to get three yards in two plays, because you have two plays every time. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles' run game was terrible yesterday. They couldn't run it at all. The Cowboys completely stuffed DeAndre Swift. So they thought they'll probably lose yardage on that play. And you can't, can you tush-push from the three? No, or I'm the, saying you run the ball, then tush-push. Yeah, push. I don't think they were getting a yard on a run play. They they really got stuffed at the line of scrimmage almost every single play. Any run must-run situation was a disaster. So you basically needed a yard and a half they on one run that. play, and then the tush-push for another yard and a half. I mean, DeAndre Swift averaged two yards a carry when they didn't know if he was going to run the ball. I am not sure the run game was really working. I would go to my MVP cannon, Jalen Hurts. I understand that. Yeah. And I am glad he brought up a good point. EJ mentioned to me last night, that's the play that you can throw an interception that costs the game right there. I'd rather you throw it out of bounds and throw it out that's going to get picked by Deron Bland. That guy's terrifying on the Cowboys. Really good. 855-212-4CBS. So how did we word the poll question? Well, I was still waiting to to get an official wording. We want to do, do you blame Dak Prescott for the loss here? Is that what we're doing? Uh, I think it's something more like, do you trust Dak Prescott in that spot? But we'll, we'll massage that yes. as Andrew Bogish is here with some headlines. Good morning, Andrew Bogish. Good morning, everybody. Those headlines sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. Joe Burrow and his Bengals are back. Joe has the ball. Under pressure. Dumps it off short. Caught. Drew Sample has a first down to the 10. The 5 toward the pylon. He's in. Touchdown. Beautiful. Bengals. Drew Sample. Dan Horde on Bengals Radio. Second TD throw of the night for Burrow. It gave Cincy a 21-7 halftime lead on the Bills on Sunday night football. That became a 24-18 win when Cincy ran off the final three-plus minutes following a Josh Allen TD pass to Stephon Diggs. Burroughs Club now on a four-game win streak. Yeah, we're coming along. We're, you know, we played well the last couple weeks. We just got to keep it going. We're going to keep getting better every day in practice. Uh, keep talking through routes. Keep talking through what we're trying to accomplish and uh, go from there. The Bills, meanwhile, now 5-4, and four, technically third in the AFC East this morning behind the Dolphins and Jets, who host the Chargers this evening. Allen picked off for a fifth consecutive game. Their only good news yesterday was those Dolphins losing to the Chiefs in Germany 21-14. Miami now 0-3 against teams with winning records. At the bottom of that AFC East, the 2-7 Patriots, 2017 losers at home to the Commanders. Mac Jones was trying to drive New England for the win, but forced to throw to Juju Smith-Schuster. The ball went off his hands and was intercepted. I think Mac is forgiving Juju here. Obviously, when you lose the game, it's frustrating, and um, it's not on one person or one player at all. Uh, I think, like I said, Juju made some great plays, and we're all in it together, and I can throw a better ball, protect him a little bit more, and and all that stuff. Uh, This Mm. is the path. Yeah, I feel like you should get to the headline of it wasn't his fault sooner than all of that. (laughs) Also, Mac Jones is going to get people killed. Yeah. The way that he throws the ball, sometimes you feel like if, if I'm a receiver, I'm like, oh, I'm about to get my head taken yeah, off. We, we call those hospital balls. Yeah, for yeah. and for Mac Jones, Ooh. who's like not going to be the quarterback next year, we've had won two games all season long. Do I really want to die today? I don't want to die today. No. 
Uh, two and seven is their worst start since year one under Bill Belichick way back in 2000. The Saints held off the Bears 24-17 with Taysom Hill throwing and catching a touchdown. The Browns solved rookie QB Clayton Toon, holding him and the Cardinals to 57 total yards in a 27-0 shutout in Cleveland. And the Packers snapped their four-game skid 23 over the Rams, who did not have Matthew Stafford in that thumb injury. Brett Rippon turned the ball over twice. Man, that looked different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looked real different. You know, it was odd. Yesterday, there were so many, like, headline matchup games and then games that had zero intrigue. Oh, the You're so window. right. The one o'clock window was terrible. Although, weirdly... One of those games that you would think had zero quarterback intrigue was definitely C.J. Stroud versus right. Baker Mayfield. Now that may have been the game of the year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Baltimore smoking Seattle the, took the, yes. the headline game off the plate in the early it wasn't afternoon. Even a game. How like, many backup quarterbacks were playing in the one o'clock window? It was definitely a majority of the was, quarterbacks. I think it was five rookie quarterbacks starting throughout yesterday. Wow. Now that counts Stroud and Young, who have been starting. Then you throw in Clayton Tune and Jaron Hall and Aiden O'Connell and Tyson Badgett. And yeah. Tyson Beach, yeah, so six. And Clayton Toon, or oh, poor uh, sorry, what's his face? Uh, Jaron Hall did not last very long. Right. And that was obviously he led, pretty good. led to the best story of the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Josh Dobbs, yeah. Jaron Hall, by the way, looked pretty good uh, when he was in there. So that is, yeah, what's happening? We're at week nine and nobody's held. None of these quarterbacks are. Anyway, go ahead, Andrew. Uh, and USC fired defensive coordinator Alex Grinch yesterday after their latest torching 52 points from Washington. That loss leaving the Trojans unranked for the first time under Lincoln Riley. The Golden State Warriors' perfect start on the road ended last night in Cleveland. Mitchell fires it to Garland. Six on the shot clock. Garland on the right sideline. Off to Allen. Love the Mobley pow! Oh, my goodness. Throw with the throw to Mo. Okay, Tim Alcorn on Cavs Radio. Cleveland winning 115-104. First loss in five road games for the Dubs. Donovan Mitchell at the Cavs with 31 and seven assists. The Grizzlies got their first win, period, 112-100 in Portland. And the Mavs outscored the Hornets, 124-118, 23 from Luka Doncic. The Miami Marlins reportedly hiring Rays GM Peter Bendix to run their baseball operations. The 38-year-old would replace Kim Ang, who left a few weeks ago when ownership wanted to hire somebody above her. Upsets in the MLS playoffs. Sporting KC gets a two-game sweep of West number 1 St. Louis City 2-0. And LAFC upset Vancouver in two games, 1-0 in Canada last night. And Ryan Blaney won his first NASCAR season title yesterday with a win at Phoenix Raceway. Back to you guys. Andrew Bogish, thank you so much. Coming up, we do have the team to beat in the AFC. It is not the Chiefs. Hint, hint. We'll get to that in just moments. Also later, again, we mentioned Joshua Dobbs, the story of the weekend. We'll get to his heroics. What happened with the Raiders? Been an eventful week for that franchise, but aren't they all? Maggie and Perloff, so glad to have you on this Monday. Don't move. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We'll get to the new team to beat in the AFC in just a moment. But the best story of the weekend by far has got to be Joshua Dobbs. Josh Dobbs has played on five different teams over the last 11 months. 
And this is counted up the third time in his career when he's been brought into a team and then thrown into a position where he has to go try to win a game for a new team, Perloff, with having no idea who the other people in the huddle are, what any of the play calls are. Yesterday was particularly unique when he has to come in for Jaron Hall of the Vikings who got knocked out with a concussion. And Dobbs had never taken a snap under center with the starting center, had never thrown a pass to any of the receivers. And they won the game. And and how they won it, too. That the the run that Dobbs had where he escaped the sack, that was unbelievable. I I don't need to be a party pooper, but I think people also underestimate how bad the Atlanta Falcons are, too. I fire everybody from the Falcons. Fire <laughs> everybody. I, well, I'm not a coach killer. Fire everybody in the organization. You just lost to a guy who yes. walked into the organization on Wednesday. I, that's the thing. This has got to be the straw that broke the Campbell's back. The ownership has to look at this game and say, that dude doesn't even know the playbook, and he just beat us. <laughs> Uh, you look at the, by the way, Atlanta's last, they, they lost to Tennessee, Washington, and they played Tampa Bay almost to a draw. They they might be one of the worst five teams in the league. So I think they proved it yesterday. Here's my question for the Vikings. Look at the standings. All of a sudden, like, this is on. Could Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs is really good with Arizona. They just lost every game late. Yep. I'm wondering, is this Josh Dobbs story going to continue? What happens after he comes in and he, he plays these miracle games? I Does, think he only gets better when he actually gets to learn the playbook a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, Arizona, they were very spry team. Listen, they beat the Cowboys. That's a signature win for them earlier this season. But they also don't have, like, a lot of talent. Minnesota yeah. does have a little bit of talent. Well, now the question is, will they get Justin Jefferson back? That's still TBD. If you put Justin Jefferson with Josh Dobbs, watch out. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> this is the new connection Who here. That a I mean, weeks ago? listen, one of the greatest plays in the history of the Minnesota Vikings is Case Keenum to Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Like, it can be a backup, backup quarterback and a great receiver making plays. I thought you were going to say when Justin Jefferson reached out of nowhere to grab that ball against your Bills last year. Remember that play? Oh, yes. Thank you. So Jordan Addison <laughs> had the same play yesterday. Yeah. Jordan Addison's a mini Justin Jefferson. You put Josh Dobbs with those two guys. I think this team is kind of interesting now. Josh I mean, Dobbs said this should be a movie, but no one would believe it. And just that him being like an aerospace engineer and all that stuff kind of just adds to the intrigue. Like, we love talking about, oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick went to Harvard, you know, all these smart quarterbacks. Like, this is the really smart stuff, which is you have the recall and the memory to try to learn, like, 10 plays or whatever he had in the playbook. First, let's let's start here. This is what it sounded like if you're, you know, wondering what a feel-good story this is. This is what it sounded like after the game in the Minnesota lock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Everybody getting one in here. He deserves to keep the actual one he played with. Just As they say, it's a team win. I couldn't have done it without teammates, offense, defense, special team, coaches. Shoot, Grant spending five extra hours with me on Friday going through walkthroughs. And I'm thankful to be here. I'm excited, man. We'll enjoy this one. But as they all say, cheers to the next ones. When he's like, I want to thank my teammates and the coaches, like you guys. Like, I don't know your names. You there. I <laughs> yeah. want to thank you and you, and especially you, whatever your name is. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got you to gotta credit Grant for the big uh, game yesterday. I just Googled Vikings Grant, and I got Bud Grant, the, the <laughs> oh, Hall of Fame coach. So, from, uh, from the beyond, yeah. Bud Grant was Is Grant a coach? Him. Grant must be a coach, right? Or are we missing an obvious player here? Uh, here is Josh Dobbs saying learning the Vikings offense was like learning a new language. It's like if you were taking Spanish all year um, and you showed up. And uh, Wednesday, someone told you you got, you're taking AP Spanish, and someone told you you have an AP French exam on Sunday. Um, <laughs> and you gotta go like execute. You know, someone's gonna talk to you in, in Spanish and translate it to the French. So that's kind of like what was going on out there. Um, it was, it was, it was. There was a lot of communication. Man, how did Josh Jobs just dr- nail every anxiety dream I've ever had in my life? Oh. <laughs> take an AP Spanish all year, show up on Wednesday, you got to take AP French. Hola, parlez-vous français. <laughs> and I, in my dream, Kevin O'Connell's never there to translate for me. It's always just your SOL until you wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> I show, or And some version of that dream over and over again. Or you just you show up right as the test is ending. I have that one all oh. the time. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. No, mine is, this is the broadcaster translated that, and talking about your dreams is so annoying. Mine is that I'm, I have to go cover an event that I don't, it's like, you've got to cover this UFC fight in Saudi Arabia. It's like, I don't, I'm not even in Saudi Arabia. How am I going to get there? <laughs> Number one. For whatever reason, I have these dreams that I sh- have to show up to places and I just don't have clothes. Like, ah. I don't have clothes on. I don't have oh. clothes on, like, you no, know, in a bag or anything, and I have no choice, but I, I have to show up there. If I don't just show totally up totally naked. Yeah, well, usually I have, like, underwear on, which that, that makes it even more weird. It's like, oh, I have some clothes, but not enough to, you know, be presentable. Like, I guess I can just show up in these underwear. But... Oh, sorry. Yeah? yeah? I found who Grant was. Who is it? I looked through the entire Vikings coaching staff and did not find him. Finally got down to the end. Assistant quarterbacks, chief of special projects, Grant Udinsky. The real MVP. Anybody heard of him? <laughs> no, but I'm sure he'll probably be coach of the Raiders next yeah, year. Yeah, they have Mike Smith. They have a ton of Keenan McCardell's on the staff. Why yeah. they went to Grant, I have no idea. <laughs> no one else wanted to sit around for five hours on a Friday. And they have a coach. That, <laughs> their assistant inside linebacker coach is named Thad Bogardis. Why not go to Thad? Well, I mean, maybe next time. Uh, the fact that this was more from Josh Dobbs from NFL Films that he told the coaches – of the 
play calls that he could actually run on the play <laughs> sheet. I told um, the coaches, I said, they were asking me, you know, my comfort level with everything in the playbook and how I felt before the game leading up if something were to happen. I said, you know, anything on this call sheet that we installed this week, I got it. Like, I can run it. I got it. Whether it's no huddle, um, whether it's tempo, whether it's you know, a game plan call, whatever it is, I got it. Now you start pulling stuff from OTA 1 and 2. <laughs> I might be a little handcuffed out there, but if you put it on the call sheet, I got it. I mean, you'd have to be, like, <laughs> sadistic to be like, here's something we ran in August, but we're going to throw it in. No, I listen, this is, this is a guy who's clearly sharp, and I love the – apparently the coaches told him – hey, you can't get hurt because we don't have another quarterback oh, behind know. you. And unfortunately, Cam Akers ends up tearing his Achilles possibly again for again. the second time yesterday. But who, who was the emergency three quarterback? I think it was Cam Akers. Oh, boy. So at that point, you just run you know, wildcat yeah. every play. Yeah, that was – it's unbelievable. I'm dying to see this team going forward. I, you know, I To my credit, I am a lifelong Josh Dobbs fan. I've always loved this Is that dude. right? Yeah, yeah. Smart well, people unite. My good friend, quarterback coach Quincy Avery, Josh Dobbs was his first client, discovered each other out of nowhere. Then Quincy's career took off and Josh's career. Josh was supposed to play baseball in high school. No one thought he was going to be a football player and he's a genius. He's the most odd story of all time. I, it's it's up there, depending how far they go. Like this is up there with the, you know, well, not Kurt Warner yet. That That's on a whole other level, but it's right there with Purdy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be neck and neck with Purdy. It's it's a little, it's different, obviously. Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant. Then they go to 8-0, you know, the end of the season. But Dobbs just keeps showing up. We said last night, Dobbs should be like the community quarterback yeah, at the trade the deadline. Yeah, the steady quarterback in a flag football game. Well, you had an interesting analogy. You were out of your comfort zone, but you called him Batman. And He's I was Batman. wondering, EJ, you're a superhero guy. Is he like Batman where he yeah. dives into a random situation? Is that batman No, you throw up the signal and he shows up. Like, who needs Josh Dobbs? Vikings needed him. You throw up the bat signal. Dobbs is there. He's taking I on mean, the Joker. To some degree, I mean, look, Josh Dobbs, you know, good player, but, you know, not someone I consider superhuman. So yeah. I kind of understand maybe, okay, he doesn't have powers. <laughs> Batman, though, may be the greatest hero of his era. So I don't know if I'd put Josh Dobbs there. No, but how did Batman defeat his foes? He had, a like, all, belt. <laughs> he had all of his, his, you know, the utility belt, full stuff, the Batmobile, yeah. and then his smarts well, and I, the money. I don't feel like he's more like a, I, I, say, I, I consider him the Adam. You know, the Adam was was a was an engineer, was a scientist. You know, he can grow small, he can go into places. Like to me, like if I had to think of somebody for Josh Dobbs, I'd call him the Adam. Uh, I I can't go too deep on the superhero <laughs> you definitely lost chart. Maggie <laughs> on that one. It's Batman to me. Um, the team that's better than the Chiefs. Look out! I'll tell you who it is next. Don't move. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.